Hello, this is Jimmy Sam again with another truth. Got another guitarist uh, calling up real soon. My buddy Jeff Schiltz, a fantastic guitar player, uh, gear hound, and uh, overall super interesting guy. Uh, if you met him, you like him. He's uh, always been a great dude, and uh, I love him. I hope you guys uh, dig him too. Let's try uh, give him a call and. Uh, He's very, uh, what do you call that? Like, he's got stage fright and everything. So this ought to be fun. I hope he poops his pants. We'll see what happens. Hello? Are you pooping your pants yet? Oh, you're early. Am I? I think two minutes. You're right. I knew it. Well, that's all right, because honestly, my phone just uh, was blowed up the other day. And I guess the input doesn't work. So I got it to work now. As long as I don't touch it, we're good. So are we on the thing now? Yeah, it's on. Oh. Yeah, don't be weird. Okay. I already introduced you. Told everyone you're scared, little baby man. So it's okay. Yeah, well, I went out. <laughs> And I got a new outfit for today, and I got my haircut for you and everything because I wanted to look good for your podcast. That's good. You know exactly how podcasts work, then. That's great. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Holy What's up, shit, buddy? I haven't talked to you in a while. Oh, nothing, man. I've just been uh, doing this, getting a hold of everybody I can, which, of course, includes you, my friend. But, uh, yeah, I just got done with Blue, uh, Sears, and Travis over the weekend. I'm still trying to get a hold of... Oh, big boy. Scott uh, Sparts and okay. uh, a handful of other ones. Every time I do one, bro, it's like I find seven more people I want to talk to. So, <laughs> yeah, that's been the best part of this and catching up. Yeah, right. So anyway, my man, how are you doing? Well, I'm doing what I think everybody else is doing in this weird time, and that's not much. <laughs> yeah, well, you just uh, just you've been making it to vacation. You guys went to the the wildlands of Florida, didn't you? Yeah, we did. We uh, there's no we rules there, there baby. <laughs> Yeah, this year was a little different. Um, we didn't do as much. We didn't do any parks or anything like that. But uh, we did an airboat ride thing, which was pretty cool. I haven't done that. Oh, cool. Um, and then we did a lot of parks. Florida's got a lot of cool outside parks with, uh, I don't know, just parks. It's different stuff than you'd ever see here. So, Well, that's awesome. Uh, that's great that you yeah. guys can do that. It's good timing, too. Just mm -hmm. make it out there. Was that a couple weeks ago? Yeah, we got back probably two weeks ago or so. Did yeah. you miss that horrible little impromptu snow shower? Um, I can't remember if that happened right when we got back. I think the, the day we got back, I think that might have been happening. Oh, cool. Well, anyway, bro, well, I, I think, think it was much. They, yeah, I don't know about you guys, but here they were calling for like, oh, it could be, you know, eight inches, and it ended up being like nothing. Yeah, we got uh, eight at least. <laughs> Did you really? Oh, yeah, it was horrible. I just took oh, out my think, chains uh, off my tractor and everything for my plow. I'm like, damn it. <laughs> really? Yeah, oh, yeah. I don't, I, I'd be surprised if we got an inch or two. Oh, good. That makes me feel better. All right, brother. Let's. Uh, you've heard a couple of these now. You know the the, the gist. Uh, let's uh, start with the the beginning, the creation of Fro. 
Jeffrey Schiltz, everybody. He's been in, uh, let's see. Let me see if I can remember the bands. I believe the first one's Dead Iguana. Well, right? technically, there was a band in Aurora that I was in before that. What? What was this? Well, but it wasn't actually a band band. I guess it was my first band with a, a real drummer and another guitar player, but we, uh, it was these guys, um, actually El Taco Grande in Batavia. Sounds delicious. Um, is one of the, uh, the guys there was a drummer. And so we would go to his house in Aurora, not exactly maybe the greatest neighborhood, but, <laughs> uh, everybody around there was cool. So we just, we would sit in their driveway or in his garage and then people, uh, we just jam in the garage and open up the door and people would hang out in the driveway. So I guess that's my, was my first official band, I guess, of sorts. What, were you playing guitar? Yep. Oh, okay. Yep. When did I you had a little, I had a little tiny, like a uh, crate practice amp. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> yep. And then my, uh, my series 10. The series 10, which brings me to the next question. That was your first guitar, right? Yeah. So <clears throat> I, um, I was trying to remember all this stuff. So my, I found before that I found an acoustic guitar that was in my, my stepdad's closet. So I got that thing out and was playing on that, but I wanted distortion and I didn't have anything to do that. So I weaved a piece of paper through the strings over in by the bridge and that uh, rattled and that gave me my distortion I wanted. <laughs> this uh, <laughs> or at makes least the best I could do. <laughs> this makes total sense. If anyone out here knows Jeff, <laughs> he's going to find a way. Oh, that's cool, dude. Yeah, Did it work? So my, my guitar, um, actually, that came about because my we were on a vacation with my entire family, and uh, at the time, I was about 12 or so, and I happened to pick up a, a bad habit of smoking because some guy dropped a pack of cigarettes on the street somewhere, and so uh, I started that, and then, uh, <laughs> yeah, so they they found my pack of cigarettes when I was when we were on vacation and uh so everybody i was i forget i was going we were in michigan at the dunes and i was goofing off having fun and when i got back everybody in my family had a cigarette hanging out of their mouth from okay. my pack of cigarettes oh my and God. uh so the deal was my uncle said hey you give this up and i'll buy a guitar really yep yeah, and so he did that now I wish I could say, because years later, I started back up again. <laughs> so, <laughs> so I owed him money, in which later on I, I returned that that money. But yeah, so I, I really got to thank thank my uncle for for uh, getting me my first my Series Ten guitar. Nice. How did you get introduced into playing music? Wasn't your family kind of always into music, or? Um, my dad played keyboards, but that's right. Really. I didn't, none of my family like listened to music. None of my, my oldest brother was the closest that I had, but he, he was in, we're in a mixed family. So he, he lived with his mom. Um, so like when we were younger, we'd, we'd beat on pots and pans for drums and, you know, we'd basically play broomsticks for guitars and stuff. Um, so he was the only one I really had that, that was musical besides my dad, but but nobody like I never had anybody that like jammed out rock and roll or anything like that. It was kind of weird that I became as musical as I am with really none of that. Yeah, because you can you can uh, 
you can like pick up anything usually at least tinker around on it to make it uh sound like you know what you're doing yeah well a lot of that's piano lessons when i was younger oh, i did right. take some piano yeah. lessons even though it was an older lady and i didn't really like what we were doing which kind of sucked but um i think piano i told my kids the same thing it's like piano is the root of all instruments and percussion and learning timing and learning how to how to really hear the tone and everything like that so um i think any anybody should learn at least piano for a little bit and that'll get you on your way yeah and for anyone out there i can totally uh vouch for this guy because he can play fantastically and his ear is ridiculously good i mean he retaught the songs i'm from getting deaf in my older age what <laughs> I said, I'm I am losing that hearing in my older age. <laughs> oh, that's all of us. Sorry, right. Carney's got a bad. He's got tinnitus. Do you have, you got any Yeah, so do I. I've had that forever. Constant ringing never ends. Jeez, I, I am so lucky. I don't know how, but I don't have that. Yeah, it's awful. Especially, like, if you got to sleep with a fan on and all that, or it just rings and rings and rings. Oh, that's freaking miserable, bro. I'm sorry about that. But we were yeah. at that age, man. No, none of, Nobody... Uh, had ear protection i did i had these things they were kind of like the heroes they have now mm -hmm. i had some it had like a bb in it so it wouldn't you could still hear everything but it would not let the crazy you know loudness the crazy dbs get into your head so yeah I think that might i'm have guessing a lot. standing in front of the the full facts <laughs> for many years and uh and and blasting it as loud as he possibly could probably didn't do that great for me good lord man you believe we did that <laughs> I, it's unbelievable to me sometimes and you know you, you've even done it longer than i have i think in the great scape, scope of things i'm sure you've uh you're kind of like uh i was talking to pile the other day he's kind of like the hardest working man in show business and uh i think you're the one that gets recruited the most too <laughs> like you just end up yeah i'm gonna jam and then i'm in a band <laughs> yeah people seem to have over the years called me for for different jobs um well you guys called me to be a drummer for a while and then yeah, uh yeah. There was another band that they said they needed a bass player. I'm like, okay, well, I can be a bass player. And so, yeah, that's fun, though. I like being able to do a little bit of everything. Well, excellent. Hey, man, can you, uh, this is great because this is how we met all you guys. How about the, when we finally met and uh, what happened after that? Well, you can so, yeah, so previous to that, I was in this band called That Iguana, which was, kind of a it didn't not a whole lot happen with that and at the end of the day um i think there was like one show that was played but that was cactus jacks um, right no oh, well okay. that was with us oh okay um but this was with uh i know you were doing the don't name name things but then you guys are naming names does that matter i don't care anymore okay <laughs> so anyway it was Jason's with jenny Mimi, and jay freeze okay um so we we kind of did that thing and then and then uh but all the while i remember always like i wanted to be in a metal band that really wasn't a metal band it was we were doing covers and stuff like that but always wanted to be in a harder metal band and uh i don't remember the dates or anything like that but there was one time that Jamie Scalick and I went to the Fox Valley Older Adult Center. <laughs> How appropriate. And uh, that night, it happened to be you guys and some variation of The Pond. Oh, and yeah, okay. uh, I don't remember if there was another band there or not, but 
I remember we we saw the show, and then afterwards, I remember telling Jamie, I was like, dude, that's that's the that's what I need to do. Like, that's the band that I want. And uh, I remember going up to you afterwards and and talking to you, and, just, and I was like, hey man, you you give guitar lessons, <laughs> <laughs> even though I wasn't really thinking that, but I was thinking. Well, that's a way in. Like, if I can do guitar lessons, you son then, of a bitch. Then now we could become friends. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think it worked. I think it took one uh, quote unquote lesson, and I invited you to the band. I think. Yeah, so that's that was pretty close was, to the one. <laughs> yeah, I, I went over to your house, and we kind of it's like, hey, show me what you know, and I, I don't, I'm sure played some Metallica and played some whatever stuff, and. And then uh, I don't remember how far out, but it wasn't that long. And you're like, hey, uh, you, would you be interested in doing this? We're going to be going in into the studio soon. And uh, I was like, are you serious? <laughs> so, be careful what so, you ask for, young man. <laughs> yeah. So that kind of, uh, yeah, it, I guess it just happened and it worked out. Yeah, man. I, I remember that. I still remember that. There's some few things I remember, but I do remember playing there. And I remember meeting all you guys. There's a whole crew of you. Jamie, you, what? who else was there? Uh, Calico. There must have been yeah. eight of yous that we're still friends with, you know? <laughs> just like, mm-hmm. Yeah, that was pretty wild. Was that a pretty packed show, too? Was that pretty happening? I can't remember. If I, yeah, I think so. I, I mean, for whatever the Fox Valley older, older Adult Center, I don't remember how, uh, it's a decent sized place, I think. But yeah, it, there seemed to be quite a few people. It yeah, was fun okay. anyway. Yeah, yeah, that was yeah, that was a blast. I love doing that kind of stuff. It was a fun. What do you uh, do? You remember your? Uh, let's see. Back then, then you had the Series Ten, and did you have that other uh, Cookie Monster crate amplifier? Yeah. So right after I had my practice amp, I I upgraded to. Uh, I don't remember what it was. It was a solid state crate, something or another, 120 watt or whatever. And uh, I took that thing into shop class and gutted it out of its original frame and built a new frame. And then I ended up, for whatever reason, <laughs> wrapping it in like blue, like towel. a towel. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> so then I ended up calling it the Cookie Monster. It was perfect. And, uh, it's, I'll tell you what, I mean, although it was a crate and it was a total crap amp, it's like, I, I generally, no matter what amp I can play out of, I can usually find a tone that, that's, that works for that right. amp. No matter how cheap, how expensive, whatever, it's, you can usually grab something out of it. Yeah, find a sweet spot somewhere. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you played that thing for a long time, man. I remember having it having some good tones. Yeah, well, I still had it, I think, uh... I don't remember if I still had that when the uh, the club was opening or not, but uh, it's probably still so. around. I ended up selling it to somebody. I don't even remember who. Maybe it's still around. Who knows? Brian Blue, that son of a bitch. Nah, he got it somewhere. Yes, he does. That was great. It's, uh, man, so that that kind of really springboarded you then. How, how young were you then? It was, you must have been what, 18? Um, yeah, I was right in there, 18, yep. So that makes me about so. 16. And... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so that was the other thing. You guys were, were eons older than I was, so um, 
so you guys could buy beer and all that kind of stuff, which which was, and we Allegedly. really our our crew really didn't drink all that much. And no. then uh, I know it was kind of like when you were saying when you guys were younger and nobody drank, and then all of a sudden, except for Sears, of course, but um, <laughs> and then all of a sudden you found it, and it was like, yeah, once once we got into that, it was like okay, and but it was only on the weekends though. Like I was never a. We never did that on the week. We, were, we we did what we needed to do, and then on the weekends, we, we partied our ass off. <laughs> yeah, and I believe, I, even with you, I don't think we ever drank before shows. I mean, I don't remember it. Anyway. Maybe at a party or something, but I think that was, yeah. our, we did that for a long time. <laughs> yeah, I, I know, I I think I tried it a couple times, and I learned very quickly that um, that I suck a lot oh, if I'm drinking. Same <laughs> It didn't stop me with the White Dragon because it was covers and it's three hours and you know what? I'm tired. Everything hurts. (laughs) And I need a beer. (laughs) Well, I at least needed to have a couple because I, it's funny while we were talking about this before this whole thing started and I'm like, hey, I'm really nervous, you know, to do this. And it's silly because even Mel was making fun of me. She's like, you're just (laughs) talking to your buddy. And I'm like, yeah, I know. But like, this is, this is a, on a thing and like whatever and I'm like I'm I'm as nervous as I am when I go to play shows and it's funny because all the years that I've been playing shows I have never felt comfortable like I've just never felt comfortable so I'm always I don't throw up necessarily every single time like when I was playing with you guys the first I don't even know how many years every single show we played I would throw up in the bathroom and then it was just my it was my get it out because if I don't throw up before the show I might throw up during the show and And that's gonna suck well that would have been way cooler (laughs) that would have been awesome yeah I, I wish I could. I, I hear these guys and they're like, oh, yeah, I mean, I'll play in live. That's 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 what I live for. And I'm like, yeah, I mean, I love it when you're in the middle of it. And once you kind of get going, but it's to me it is the most nerve wracking thing in the world. The pre-show and the first couple songs. Oh, yeah, it is to me, too. Yeah. I just take it in a little differently. I, I get really uh, probably the only time in my life I get laser focused. I'm like tuning making sure my gear is not going to break down my usual yeah. and uh well and everybody wants to, to bullshit talk. with you yep. at the beginning they're all like hey man how's it going and i'm like i'm in such a zone that i'm just like uh i don't really hear anything you're saying i'm just trying to to get this thing off the ground let's go yeah i know <laughs> back in the day when it was uh forbidden fate we anytime we played we had to of course rent some kind of hall sportsman's club fboa whatever it was we always had to put up a we put up a big black curtain before we started, and Carney would usually mm-hmm. cut it down with a big old sword or something like that. But it yeah. was a lot nicer because you don't get that much anywhere you play where you have that little cut off. Like, all right, no one could see me. I could just get my stuff done, you know. Yeah, right. that that would always be nice. That was one thing I would like to bring back. You know, just yeah. a big curtain. Like, please give me ten minutes. You know. Yeah. <laughs> Especially I think right first, before. I think my first show with you guys uh, was at. Which was first, Malo's or Riley's? I don't remember which one. Malo's was first. So I think that was the first show, and uh, 
I probably should have joined all the guys that were blowing lines off the toilet, but I didn't. <laughs> and uh, good for you. Good I, for you. I instead told them to move over so I could throw up in the toilet. Yeah, good for you. That is awesome. <laughs> like, let me show you how but, this rock star uh, shit's done. Yeah, I guess Weirdos. so. Yeah. Yeah, I'm never into that either. I was, I was always grateful for that too. I mean, that's kind of, I don't know if it's something I invited in the band or nothing like that, but I was like never into that kind of stuff, you know? Maybe some yeah. other stuff that's legal in Illinois now later on, but uh, sure, it was never nothing hard like that. That's just always, uh, I was like, why would you want to be more amped? You know, I'm excited as hell just to be playing, you know? Right. And I think you were at Malo's too when we won the uh, Battle of the Bands too. Weren't you in the band with that one? I don't know. Maybe. I think so. Yeah, I, <laughs> I know think we so. played there a bunch of times. I yeah. think we even played there when they switched, yeah, switched oh yeah. over. Yeah, to Riley's, yeah. Yeah. I, I just remember and that then, was early uh, on in the career, and we uh, we didn't make it the first time, but it's like it was a total scam because I think we even had to pay to get into it or something like that. But uh, the set, we the first one we did good, but I knew we weren't great. You know, we weren't great. It might have been Forbidden Faith, but the, after we got close the first time the after i mean we just practiced every day until the next one i, I remember that and then just smoked it so i could totally yeah. be wrong jason call me out because carney won't he won't remember that guy's got a, a brain like no other i don't know how he remembers all that stuff i don't know you and i we we share the uh <laughs> the commonality of never being able to remember anything never being able to uh get anywhere with any amount of directions uh so the, the, the couple God. times that that we one of us drove was oh my God. the worst decision in the world yep oh yeah it was worse because we, we don't pay attention man <laughs> at all and we don't care i still i still to this day i can go i can go drive somewhere following gps and i can be going to the same place literally every day in a row and i will gps it every single day because i can't remember how to get there dude thank you for saying that it is totally Brain doesn't work that way <laughs> yeah i don't know why i just give one shit less about directions and i i followed gps bro into a field once Cause I was like, I think that's where I think it says it's where to go, but it was a, you know, it was an old road. It didn't go there anymore. <laughs> so I, I totally was in there like, all right, well, I might have to figure out at least a direction now. <laughs> yeah. I need an alternate yeah. route. But yeah. Same way. Same way. I think that that's definitely a creative thing because you, you don't, you know, waste your juice on silly things like getting places. That's yeah. what I'm going to call it. I anyway. do. <laughs> I'll tell you what, I mean, I, uh, you know, we're, we're definitely older now and, and, and both of us have kids and I actually have a grandchild now, which is really crazy to me. Grandpa Jeff and um, Grandpa Brian. Yeah. I had two grandpas on. That's hilarious. Yeah. And I'm yeah. the oldest. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. But I do, I do fondly like, I mean, if I could think back to any, as far as, you know, just being young and reckless or whatever, it's like the the shattered eye days hanging out between sears's parents house and the pond it's like those those were the the best days of my life you know as far as that kind of no that yeah, kind of thing goes yeah exactly I, I, I totally agree bro that was some magical times yeah it really was it was you know it's that age man it was not a care in the world and I don't know about you guys, but I really thought we were going to go somewhere. You know, I, thought, I really was hoping we were going to do it, man. I know I, I always have dreams like that. Though. I've always been a dreamer, and that's yeah. just one of those things. It's the only it's the only thing that gets me to do something. It excites me, and freaks me out at the same time, and you know that's kind of where I just where I like enjoy. It. I'll tell you what, playing at Cactus Jacks was was 
as much fun as playing any show. I, I love that's that's kind of one of my things is I was trying to think is like what, what do I want to do when I you know from here on it's like I just want to have a garage band <laughs> like I don't even I don't even want to do anything with it I just want to have a garage band you've dude you've said everyone just so uh, you know Jeff's uh, full line of bullshit here he's been saying that <laughs> since I think Shattered Eye broke up he's always said if it wasn't this band it'd just be another it'd just be another and it has been just another and just another and you've played out every band i do believe there's been a couple jam sessions you probably had but it always leads yeah. you back to the stage buddy <laughs> yeah yeah well we had a i had a good run there for for a bunch of years i was trying to remember all that stuff too but uh, this band called hollow shot out of morris oh yeah, yeah. and uh it was it was a it was my first now that band was way heavier like we we were doing stuff like uh slipknot and kill switch engage which by the way uh when pat brought up i think it was when he brought up uh what the heck was he talking about he was talking about seven dust or something like that are you calling him and i think you said my last serenade yeah yeah that's kill switch engage just so you know what is the My Last Serenade song. Oh yeah, I know. Did I okay. did I misspeak? Yeah. Oh, he said Seven Dust. And, oh, okay. Well, what's yeah. Seven Dust? So as soon as you said it, I was I was picturing myself and Sears going, "That's not Seven Dust. That's Kill Engage." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you'll hear a lot of that on this podcast. Uh, I do love uh, Kill Switch Engage and Seven Dust. I can't. What's a song from them? Why can't I remember? Well, oh, I'm asking the wrong guy. Never mind. But yeah, yeah they right. were that Don't band. Me a song title. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I just remembered who I was talking to. <laughs> just talking to myself. It's uh, yeah, same way though. I I like Seven Dust too, but Kill Switch was fantastic. And I remember you guys covering. Uh, did you cover two of their songs or just one? Um, we did. I think End of Heartache. Yeah, and then we did. Uh, did we do My Last Serenade? I know we talked about it. We might have. Yeah, um, I think I heard you guys play that in practice at least. Yeah, we did a bunch of stuff. I mean, we did Seven Dust too. We did, we did all that kind of stuff. But it, you know, it sucks. I was trying to find some something of that. I still got all my old mini disc players or the mini disc cassettes, and I was trying to go through there and like, what sucks is, I mean, I was in that band for years, and we do not really have not one sort of good mix of the. We were mostly an original band, but. I don't have any, I don't have really any good recordings of it. We've got some, you know, crap stuff from when we were just sitting in a barn and recording everything, but it's like, man, why did I spend all that time and we didn't even record anything? Because that uh, sounds like you too. You record everything, but you recorded nothing. <laughs> yeah. 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 Let's, uh, let, you know, let's uh, dovetail that into your writing process, Mr. Uh, about what, 3,000 riffs and try, still trying to put them together with glue? Yeah, well, that's that's my problem. I'm I'm pretty proficient at at coming up with riff. I'm a riff master, but I have I don't complete anything. <laughs> <laughs> this is not I a have <laughs> loads and loads. I literally right now I'm sitting in my little studio thing. I have four cell phones that are sitting in a in a little cradle thing, old cell phones, and the and only stuff. reason I keep them is because they're full of song ideas. Yeah, and I know. <laughs> <laughs> I've got my mini disc. I've got probably, I don't even know, 40 of those things laying around that have stuff on there. And then my new phone is full 
and between GarageBand and all this other stuff, it's full. But I don't, uh, I'm not a, I just don't finish it because I, I try to, I try to sit down and finish stuff. But as soon as I get to going, I, I come up with a new riff and I'm like, oh man, I got, I got to get that thing down before I forget. Because <laughs> if I don't record it, it's gone. And so happened to me all the time where people will be like, hey, play that one thing that you just played. And I'm like, I have no idea. I'm way past that. Yep. <laughs> I'm seven riffs ahead in my head and two riffs ahead on the guitar. Yep. Yeah. That's the thing, though. That's a, that is, a, yeah, you never found your sweet spot, man, with uh, making songs. I mean, you could always, I mean, obviously you could always play. You could always riff anything I showed you, you'd have, and you'd make better, which was fantastic. And... But yeah, I always uh, I always hounded you on this too, and I'm sorry. But I was like, I was like, oh, man, just put together some songs, you know? It's know. like you're there, you did the hard part. <laughs> I know. Well, and I sent you a bunch of stuff too. Yes, and it was fantastic. The, the problem is, I am so I don't uh, I'm so all over the place. Like, uh, I mean, I'm doing everything from dubstep to country to hardcore metal to elevator music i mean it doesn't matter but the problem is with that is i'm i'm too all over the place so i don't i don't i can't get focused on it yeah it's that's definitely a thing and that's an artist thing also i mean that's what bestows creativity too is having a bit of a scatterbrain i know i know it's not always and i might just be calling it out because that's the way i am but i do notice that with artists especially creators you know people that make things it's always like you know you know i'll name drop right now gene liberty you know, mm-hmm. he's he's an oddball, but man, the guy can build a guitar, you know, and a pretty yeah, fantastic one. Yeah, he's an inventor. Has a, yeah. uh, I haven't seen him in years now, but if anybody is ever in Sheridan and, and want to look up Gene Liberty, the guy is, he's, he's an inventor. He's got some crazy knowledge on a lot of stuff, and uh, he's, a, he's a super interesting guy to talk to. Yeah, yeah, he's great to talk to, and just check out, play one of his guitars. Uh, this is honest yeah. truth, and Gene will probably hate me for this because I never bought one of his guitars. I never felt worthy enough to buy one of his guitars. I really didn't. I still don't. <laughs> you know, I was just like, yeah. his stuff was just magical. I mean, if you people could see the wire work he does and everything like that, maybe I'll try and leave a link, which I'll forget. But it's uh, his. You, you'd agree, right? He's got the most, some of the most unique stuff. You know, maybe some oh, of it's sure. dated, but man, I, I'm sure I haven't seen him in a couple of years. I'm sure he's got something just to blow out the doors again so yeah well it's always weird because every time you hand him a guitar he flips it upside down and plays it backwards and i yeah. try to wrap my mind around that <laughs> and he plays it good yeah. <laughs> he's not just messing around yeah yeah he's a great little quirky i think i think he's would you call him like a jazz player what do you think i guess so yeah that's definitely influences yeah okay yeah, just a really interesting dude, man. And that's that's another reason why I like this podcast, too, because gonna, I'm going to try and hunt him down. He probably never come on, but <laughs> I might beg yeah. him off or try and buy a guitar. You have to get him out of his, his hermit hood. Yeah, I figure a phone is probably easier for him than anything. I hope sure. it is. <laughs> <laughs> well, anyway, yeah, there's a drop for Gene Liberty. Shared in Illinois. Uh, some of the best guitars ever, man. Get yourself one and tell him uh, Jim sent you and to give me a free guitar. Because I'm I'm not worthy. (laughs) But yeah, anyway, love that guy. Anyway, dude, what's uh? I know you you were yeah your series ten you always dug, but what was Mm -hmm. the first guitar you got that you were like, 
this is my baby. I'm and I'm talking just so everyone knows. I think I mentioned this in the preamble, but uh, Jeff is a gear slut, and uh, yeah. he's had tried played probably everything ever made. So I got well, to know this about you. I don't. I don't get into like. Well, I couldn't afford it half the time, but. Like I never had super super expensive stuff. I've I've been able to acquire a couple things, you know, through the years. But um, the first guitar after that one was my EC one thousand, the ESP. Okay. It was a like a Les Paul style, which is funny a little bit because I'm not a Les Paul guy. I've tried to play Les Pauls and I like the look of a Les Paul and I like the sound of it but I can't I just it doesn't work for me I'm sorry to interject really Scott quick Flowers, did you hear he the, always uh, makes fun of me go ahead I'm sorry I had to interject did you hear the Spiderbone uh, podcast yeah he, he reminded me of you dude because he said he went through like a day's worth of playing Les Paul after Les Paul until he found the one that he liked oh absolutely yeah. yeah, Mel. Mel is that same exact story has <laughs> happened to me. I brought my wife along, and she, uh, she's she's all about it. God bless her, but uh, she's just like, just just please pick something. Because the problem here's the deal is, I also I will buy the guitar and then I'll get home and I'll have regret about it and then I'll take it back. Oh <laughs> yeah. I'll, oh, I'll yes. buy something else and then I'll have regret about it, and uh, but. But the, actually, the the EC one thousand, I did. I love that one. It played played really good. It stayed in tune. The the neck on it. The main thing for me with the Les Pauls is I don't. I typically don't get into the necks. They're they're usually a little bit too. I know there's the sixties and seventies or whatever. But um, and then the other thing is because I have I must have little sissy forearms or something like that because um, it seems like they always dig into my forearms in a in a weird way. Oh no, um, they're just not. They're yeah. They're usually not. Uh... They don't have that nice, uh, what do you call that? They don't have the contour cut. Yeah, right? But, yeah. but my chunky. PRS doesn't really have that either. And I don't, maybe because it's a thinner guitar. Yeah, usually left balls are pretty thick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So at That's any rate, that was my my uh, my way into that. And then uh, from there, and I, I, I use that one forever. I mean, I use that one, well, I think the Series 10 actually, you know, other than that brief stint of, Bob's, uh, what the heck was that thing? BC Rich of some sort. I think it was a. Oh, the NJ or Bitch, something like that. Yeah. Uh, other NJ than bitch, that yeah. short run of that thing, I uh, pretty much used that Series 10 forever until until I take the hollow shot days and then I started using that EC1000. Did you use the then, uh, Series 10 on the Shattered Eye album? Yeah, yeah. Okay, that's what I thought. All right. Did you use the crate also? Uh, yeah, probably. Wow, okay. I forgot. Yeah. I was trying to remember. I can't remember what I used on that, dude. I think I had the, the Butchers. I can't remember. Peter Butcher. Between between that one and then for a while there, I had a Marshall, and that one was just a valve state, which, again, is not a very high-end amp, but the thing is, is it, it I could cut through, and I used that thing in uh, Hollow Shot, too. My, the other guitar player was using a Mesa Boogie, um, and it was a triple rack, but, and I try to like the Mesa Boogies, but it's never really been a tone that I, I really, it's kind of spongy and mushy and, uh, super bassy and, and heavy and all that, but it's just, I like stuff that's a little more articulate and that I'm, I'm not a slammer player. I don't, 
I don't uh, crush all my strings when I play. I don't. I don't. Yeah, you're articulate. I'm just, I'm, yeah, I'm not that guy. My hand doesn't leave the bridge position very much. Yeah, mine so, is never on the bridge. <laughs> yeah, you and I are polar opposite players. Yeah. You, you, you crush the guitar like it's an acoustic guitar or something. And and for me, I'm I'm a light picker, and I uh, so. I uh, I like stuff. I usually back off the gain. I don't like a lot of gain either, so I, I usually back off the gain, and uh, I like stuff that's got a little more mid-range. So Marshall always did that for me, and then uh, I've got uh, Orange, an OR15, which is, is kind of a fat thing. I, I kind of crank the mids and go through there. Um, nice. I don't really have a like a favorite amp or cab or anything like that because i do have a mesa but it's one of those 550 plus combos which is awesome for clean tones in that i hate the distortion end of it yeah but i love the chinese cleans out of it that's nice dude um, it, yeah it was, that's the uh is that what you're still playing out of now you still using that well, for your cleans now or? as of recently i mean i don't have a band and i haven't had a band in years so i have no need to be loud so as of recently, um, pretty much everything I use now is the the HX stomp. What is or that? It's all onboard stuff. I haven't even turned on an amplifier in a long time. Oh, you're, you're <laughs> a computer boy now, right? Yeah. I pretty much, everything I do, I, I kind of sit in my little studio and I, I record this is that's gotta I, be your heaven, bro, because that is like tweaker paradise. You could just yes. flip. Yeah, see, I can't stand that shit. <laughs> well, and kind of like, kind of like, uh, I forget who was talking about it. It's like there's a there's a good and a bad part about that. Like, so I miss the days where I never even owned a pedal. I never I never had one. I just had a guitar amp and I cranked it, and I never had a need to switch to clean because I wasn't a pussy. So, <laughs> you hear that, people? <laughs> you just roll back on your volume, and that's it. Right. Right. And uh, but and you could play an entire show and never touch your amp, and that that was so awesome because it yeah, was just I like remember there's those no days. thinking, there's no pedal pushing, there's no nothing, and uh, and then you know, but nowadays it's like it's fun to have that palette of colors and because i like to write so much different kind of music it's like i don't feel like hauling 10 different amplifiers up and miking them all up and finding the sweet spot and all that kind of stuff when i can just i can just dial in a pretty badass sound right on my computer and and be super happy with that yeah that's fantastic man i i, I i'm always impressed by your tones even on the stuff you send me it's always like yeah, that's why Jeff gives me so much shit about this podcast because <laughs> I ham fist everything. <laughs> like, eventually I'll get it, man. <laughs> it's gonna take me yeah. probably well, a year. Well, no, it's it's always out of love. I, I've always I listen oh, yeah, yeah, with yeah. a with a critique ear, and I'm always like, okay, well, how can we how can we put you on to the next level? You've reached you've definitely by far when you first started, and then now you've you've leaps and bounds. And I don't know, are you running that Zoom now? I know you showed a bunch of gear. Do you have a new, or is that just a computer? Like you were building a computer or something now, right? Yeah, I'm, I'm, uh, cause I have never have enough new stuff to do that I suck at. I just gave my hand at trying to build a gaming computer, which I know nothing yeah. about. So I'm scared. Yeah. Stuff. So it's, it is very funny because for anybody who knows Jim and his, uh, <laughs> his tech skills, um, <laughs> it's, it was really back in the day. It was, 
it was a uh, a feat if Jim could get the CD in the CD player and it would actually <laughs> play something. It's true. <laughs> and now he says he's building computers. <laughs> yeah. Well, I just hey man, I'm 50 man. I just wanna I gotta figure some shit out. I love gaming. I love uh, gaming. I love doing the YouTube shit, all that you know, this kind of podcasting stuff. And I was like, man, if I could just have it all in one setup, hey, dude. If I yeah. would send you a picture of my setup right now. If you had didn't puke before this, you'd puke afterwards. It is nothing but wires, monitors, stuff sitting up on a box. It's uh, my extra Zoom recorder just laying off to the side <laughs> right next to a half-open Gatorade. It's ridiculous. It's horrible. I don't know how I live. <laughs> now, are you doing this just for fun, or is there a particular reason that you're building that computer? Well, the, the, the PC is for, uh, honestly... Uh, mostly it's for this game called Valheim which you play a, a Viking which is badass and I don't know I stumbled into it and all of a sudden it happens to be like the most popular game in the world now but it's not even really okay. out yet it's in beta but it's fantastic it's one of those games that I just like really like I've always been a gamer I got you know I've always been a console gamer and I was just like let's see what this shit's about and unfortunately I got a friend uh, that's really good with computers and he talked me into getting this and I thought he was going to come out and help me put it together but instead <laughs> uh, he's uh, online and I'm trying to show him through uh, like FaceTime and shit so it's been a, well, it's been I mean, a challenge. I gotta imagine I've never built a computer but I gotta imagine most of the stuff is plug and play until you actually have to like software it or whatever right right and i don't know any of it so it's been a challenge but i know the pieces of the computer now which has been nice i mean that's my whole thing to like uh life man it's just no matter what i want to do something new i want to do something different and i want to challenge myself it's the painting yeah. the guitar playing the restaurants the you know it doesn't freaking matter i just want to do something new it keeps me feeling young i know i'm old as shit but i feel great <laughs> it's funny. I think we've 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 probably switched roles because this whole quarantine thing. I mean, here, here's coming. If me personally, here's coming from a guy that uh, I've I've had my wiener out on a table. I can't even say how many times. And uh, I've and, seen your wiener many times, my friend. Yeah, and no problem and all that kind of stuff. And now nowadays, it's like I uh, I don't do anything and. Like if I get invited to some jam sessions, sometimes I'm like, yeah, you know, I don't know. If I, I'm not sure. I'm not sure about that. <laughs> and so, and then there's Is it you. because of the COVID thing or not? Go ahead. I'm well, sorry. No, you had, not, a, you had a thought. It's not, really, it. it's not really that. I think it's just, it, I think part of it is just, uh, you know, over the years when everybody, like you're saying, everybody's kind of moved on to different directions and all that stuff. And I think you get to a point where, uh, I think like anything, if you just, if you don't do it a lot, I think you, you tend to, and that's with social skills, that's with, with anything. If you don't do it a lot, you tend to sort of regress. Oh yeah. yeah. And, it atrophies. Uh, it's like muscle. You're yeah. Using, I guess I've just, just found myself where I, I less and less, like I talk to people and it's kind of a weird thing. I don't know. You? I pro yeah. I probably need to work on that because here's you. And you know you were the guy that uh, you'd, you'd, you'd get the gym, you know, put your your hands up to your eyes and do the rub, and then and then next thing you know you're looking around and hey Jim, where where he's gone? <laughs> <laughs> the slip. So yeah, but now you're the opposite. Now you're like talking to complete strangers and doing this whole thing and and doing all this stuff. I mean, it's it's awesome. You're mm. 
you're taking charge. It's cool. Dude, I love being scared. <laughs> That's mostly it. <laughs> like, cause I, I talked about, I was going to do this 10, you know, I was going to do this about 10 years ago. I've had the yeah. equipment forever. I was just like, I don't but know. I don't it. know. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, you're doing it. yeah. It just takes me, you know, a few years. That's always it. <laughs> and listening to hundreds of hours of stuff. But yeah, you were saying uh, that we switched roles. So it's like, you felt like you're not as uh cause I was having this conversation, I think with maybe it was Jason. Yeah, it was Jason. Oh, you, that podcast probably not out yet, but we we're talking about you and how familiar you are with people. And you always, you know, you know everything about people. I mean, you are not afraid. My wife's parents love you, man. Just because the first time they talked to you, you were, you knew they built houses. So I know you don't build yeah. houses, but you were all over it. You're like, how about this? How about this? You know, real questions and it's you funny. listen. Yeah, I don't, I don't have it. Once I'm in the game, I, saw, I, I guess I could say the same thing about playing shows. Like once I'm in the game, I don't have a problem talking to anybody about anything, but it's, if you invite me somewhere or like if it's if i have to be the guy that's got to make the first the first uh go at it it's like i won't do it i'll sit in my corner and i'll wait till somebody approaches me and then once they do they're screwed then game on (laughs) (laughs) but uh, i need to be the guy now that that makes the the, to approach the other people i just uh i don't know i kind of lost that over the years no, that's a good thing. As long as you're saying it, that's fine. And dude, your life your life has been crazy, man. You've done a lot of shit. You and the missus yeah. are the hustlers, man. You guys really went from, you know, bare bones to doing exactly what you guys want to do. I mean, it's been fantastic yeah. watching you guys grow up and, you know, take charge of your lives and become the people you are. I mean, I just thought, it's you know, it's great. What was that? No, it's, it's definitely, it's been a challenge um, I mean, I've got uh, an electrical company, and then my wife's got a dog grooming company, and it's like all this kind of stuff is, uh, I suppose in that way, you know, you can't be shy and reserved if you're going to do that kind of thing, but. Um, oh, yeah. Yeah, you got to hustle. <laughs> you got to make your own yeah. money. Yep. Yeah. Well, that's cool. How did, uh, let me see, where were we at? Talking about Shattered Eye. After that, you kind of just, uh, you've been bumming around mostly. It was hollow shot for yeah. a good long time. Well, it was in hollow shot, and then after that, um, uh, actually Travis and uh, Jay Ebersol, they called me up, and they were doing uh, they were doing an all cover band, which I had never really, I'd never done that before. So uh, they're like, "Hey, you want to play bass?" And I'm like, "Oh, yeah, that's right. I'll, I'll do that." And I'll, I'll tell you what, I love playing bass. It's like bass to me is sort of a a freeing instrument because Same. you I'm not a super like uh, I don't know how to read music and I don't know all the names of the notes and and all that kind of stuff and uh, so for me like bass you can just rip on it as long as you you know how things sound and it's like you don't kind of really think about is this a flat or is this a is this a, a minor or a major or is this no, a well, who cares about that it comes bass. down to your, your ear, man, because your ear is fantastic. I can play some bass, too, but I know that you can just rip that thing apart, too. It's like I could see you all over the thing when you played it. So, And it looked effortless because, yeah. yeah, a good ear. I mean, I wish mine wasn't tin, but it was like that will take you everywhere you need to go in music. It's all you need. I mean, it would be yeah. great to know technique and, you know, but you develop that yourself, you know. That's what I like about music. It's like you could take your own path, you know. But you had a good, sounds yeah. like you had a really good bass with that piano, and that helped you. Like, that probably start. What? How old were you when you did piano? 
About? Um, I don't know, probably nine or ten. Yeah, okay, cool. I'm going to try and make my kid do that if my wife lets me. <laughs> yeah, I might even been younger than that, I remember, because I had to play uh, sort of the, the this walk of shame thing I had to do. I had to go to an old folks' home. I, I Maybe I was like eight or nine, I don't remember, and I had to play a piano concert in front of all these old people. Really? <laughs> I was like, this sucks. <laughs> <laughs> Did you puke but before that I one? guess I could say that's my first concert. <laughs> yeah, hell yeah. That's so cool, man. That's a very interesting way to approach a child that's, you know, doing something, you know, obviously wrong, whatever, but that's a pretty cool, like, punishment, you know? It's like, yeah. it's not, like, mean or nothing like that, but it's like, you're going to learn something. <laughs> well, definitely, like, I got this this kid now. We go, my, my parents own a campground out in Amboy, Mendota Hills Campground. I'll go ahead and do that. Like but, um, but there's this kid out there. Uh, he's probably, I don't know, eight years old, I suppose. And uh, he... he kind of asked his mom he took a liking to he wanted to do guitar and she she called me up and um she's like hey would you mind teaching him something and i'm like yeah absolutely so so he was over for one lesson and uh and i don't when i say lesson i mean like i'm not a teacher by any means but i can teach a kid how to one string it you know and uh so he did that and he he's in love with it and so the first thing i am doing and i always told my kids when they went to their lessons i was like make sure that i said like one time my kids went to piano lessons and i said you know the one thing we're gonna we're gonna try this one time out and i said if the guy doesn't ask you what kind of music are you into and then you guys are learning a song that you you enjoy i said we're, we're gonna ditch ditch that guy and we're gonna go somewhere else because i think if anybody's gonna sustain any kind of lessons or or anything you got to you got to jam stuff you're into. I mean, it, Makes a sense. lot of people, they want you to play Mary Had a Little Lamb forever. That, that was it, me. That sucks. <laughs> yep. The only reason yeah. I didn't stick with it. And that, and he told so, me I shouldn't play. So. <laughs> yeah. So this, this I, I asked him, I was like, you know, what do you want to play? And, and I can't even remember the name of the song, but it was some like, you know, banana, banana, blah, 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 blah. It's like some kid song or whatever. And I was like, okay, hey, let's learn it. Let's do that. Because if that makes that kid want to learn and then he, he's going to be a badass in no time you know yeah, like you damn right that's all you need yeah that's that's a great uh that's a great story man it's cool it's uh definitely should be the way you know it's like because yeah. I, I did the horrible way i got the mel book mel bay's book of uh, horrible guitar and a teacher that didn't give a shit i was just like oh you know but yeah. i was in sandwich you know where am i gonna go <laughs> so it's right. just like I was like, and that was, you know, a bit of my thing too, was always like, you just tell me I can't do it and that's perfect and I'm doing it, you know, that's just yeah. a, being a brat and <laughs> just like, I'm going to figure out a way. Right. But, but damn, man, is uh, so I uh, see so you see the, who else? Have you uh, actually seen Blue in a while, Brian? Um, we talked uh, a while back actually when, when his other band kind of broke up and and for for a short stint there, we were, we were like kind of knocking around the idea, uh, doing something, and just you know, I guess life got in the way of that. But because um, he he's super obviously he's into gear, I'm into gear, so we're constantly we'll, we'll talk about all that kind of stuff. Um, but yeah, I haven't, I haven't seen him in a while. I don't think so. But they're going to be playing that show, and it's that sounds it sounds exciting. That's cool. Yeah, I'll be there, man. I'm hoping uh, you're going to be there too. 
Are you coming up? Yeah, I'm going to make it for that. Day. Or down, whichever, over. Yeah, I'm not over. sure which it is. <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit, yeah. No kidding, man. What's, uh, let's see, do you have any other stuff on, uh, how can people hear some of your music? Is there anything uh, out there? I don't have anything anywhere. Is there nothing I, honestly, I don't post anything. It's funny because okay. I, I got, I do have like a, um, I've got a YouTube channel and I've got a, Oh, yeah. what is that thing? It's not Spotify. It's one of these other things. But I post everything in private because I was like, well, I don't know that I want people hearing my stuff. It's not even done. <laughs> so I probably should just let it go. No, don't let it go. You never know. That's a, I have a channel on it, that uh, a YouTube channel that I have like four things on. One's Reese playing with a doll. And uh, I think one is my dog uh, eating a piece of bacon in slow motion. It's like, you'll get there, though. Someday you'll figure it out. Like, you take some really awesome uh, drone shots. Are you still, uh, I, I did get one after you came here, too. Just a little one to peter around with with the camera. But uh, you do some really yeah. cool uh, work with that, man. It, like, looks, like, theatrical and shit. Well, it's 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 fun. I do it. I did uh, a thing for the campground. I kind of did, like, a, I don't know if you want to call it, like, a, a commercial Drama. piece or whatever. Um I, I have fun with that kind of stuff. I mean, that goes along with the whole gear thing. I'm not just into guitar. I'm into really anything that has probably electronics. Not even electronics. Like, I've got woodworking stuff here. I'm kind of building this old antique radio thing. Um, it's like a 1920s stand-up radio that I've got that I've been refinishing. But I'm going to bring it up to modern specs with, like, a, a Bluetooth insert in it just... Yeah. Because you, yeah, you want to use it. I can't wait to the day that you actually produce something that I can buy. Because uh, <laughs> I don't know if you people seen what he did to that. What was that Honda? That little piece of shit. Oh my, you my shadow. Yeah. Yeah. What what size was it? A four fifty or what? It was just a six hundred, man. Yeah. It was a little bar scoot. I mean, it was it was. I call it my. It was my glorified scooter. I mean, that's yeah. <laughs> the moped, really. Oh, but man, it looks so tough. That was such a great looking, I mean, just to, to know what it started as and what you brought it to, I was like, oh, when, since when does she'll work on this shit? You know? It's yeah. Like, I've never I, heard of well, you doing anything like that. And you pulled out that time. It was time. fun. I mean, I'm by no means a, a motorcycle builder, but um, it was fun. I went down to my local shop with his uh, Haddock Tools. Got a, he's got a bunch of metal there and so I went up to him and I was like hey man I, I need some of the he's just got like scrap metal or whatever Stock, yeah. I'm like I'm going to build a, a seat pan so he gave me some metal and uh, I, I don't have any kind of metal working tools or rollers or anything like that so I, ordered, so I went outside and I happened to have a tree trunk that you know cut up for firewood and I'm like well here you go there's my metal roller so I started beating this seat pan on that tree trunk and got it to the curve that I wanted and you <laughs> animal. <laughs> yeah so I mean it's, it's well you do what you got to do right and yeah it's, uh, it just so happened it it turned out pretty awesome so it did man that is a beautiful I always liked that bike I was really uh depressed that you sold it yeah well so that's how my life goes right I I, I love it and then I sell it and then I regret selling it yeah. and then I <laughs> <laughs> regret buying it regret selling it <laughs> life is regrets <laughs> I've got a, a lot of stuff that I let go over the years that I'm like, why did I do that? I should have just kept that. Or yeah. worse yet is I take everything apart. Like that Series yeah. 10, I still have my very first guitar. It's sitting in a guitar case. 
in but it's pieces. in pieces. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, that's going to give you something else to do when you turn 50, bro. Don't worry. Yeah, I got too many things to do. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, shit, bro. Well, hey, we're already encroaching here on an hour, but uh, man, really? it's very okay. good. It's very good. Uh, uh, getting a hold of you again, buddy, and you got to do it again because you have. Uh, I got to hear some of the stories of uh, just of your perspective of being in the band and playing and stuff like that. Is just been uh, I've never really heard your side of it really as you've came up through it and stuff like that. Do you have a quick one you can give? Like I'm thinking Metal Fest or something like that for some reason. I don't know why. But, as far uh, as playing shows. Yeah, just anything crazy. What's the? Uh, do you have a good story from back in the day? Um, I know it's still hard to put well, you on the spot, but you you were there for all of it, and you got to remember something. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I do. I remember some some cool shows. Well, I mean, so playing at the at the Sportsman's Club. I mean, that was something you guys brought up, and 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 we got to play there too, and. Um, it was, I guess I've been in a lot of different bands and the metal bands have always been, I know, like, I know when you're playing covers that people are dancing and all that kind of stuff and it's fine. But to me, there is no better look and, and feeling and all that kind of stuff than seeing people literally go ballistic and smashing into each other and jumping off the stage and just going super crazy and it's most of the shows that that we played i mean that's what it was it was it was a lot of the same crowd um we always had that our number one fan when we were playing in sandwich they started Um, and was there before we started and there after we left he'd show up (laughs) he'd he'd walk there because he didn't have a car and he just (laughs) he had his sandals on it doesn't matter if it's 20 below zero the guy had sandals on he's still he's still walking around as far as i know of course he is um and uh but yeah it's just the the crowd and the the feedback you get every yeah. time we would play a show is just i i love that i miss that more than anything i miss that part same yeah because that i mean that was pretty incredible i don't i know a lot of people listening to this probably weren't there or nothing like that but i mean to be in this shit town well not shit town i love sandwich but to be in sandwich and be in uh no music scene being too young or not you know not have a place to play because you were metal and realizing how many people really liked to fucking jam the metal and just like you know the sportsman's club we've had up to i don't know how many we've had at least a couple hundred people there at a, a couple of times i can't remember what but it's been jam-packed and yes we'd have pits people jumping off the stage people wrecking the stage people, you know yeah. <laughs> it's just like drum sets yeah. flying and yeah, that was, yeah. yeah, I'd had to totally agree, man. That it was that energy and that, and they're, you know, doing that to your music, you know, it wasn't like we were big, heavy into covers. So it was like all of our original shit. So yeah, I've yeah, got, that's a I've good got feeling. some, some scars on some guitars from being smashed around in it. <laughs> you know, at the time I was like, damn it, I just spent all this money. But now it's like, you look at that guitar and you're like, I remember when that war wound happened, you know, yeah. <laughs> And then, yeah. and then the craziest part, and it was the first time that ever happened to me. In fact, it might have been even that first show, Malos. The people coming up afterwards and here, you know, I'm a nobody. I just, I just joined this band that I barely, I didn't know anybody really. We were getting to know each other as we were playing. And and after the show, people come up and they're like, "Hey, man, can you you want to autograph this?" And I'm like, 
You want me to autograph what? <laughs> it was wild, <laughs> I was wasn't it? Like, that was so cool. <laughs> yeah, I, I never, that always weirded me out, man. That's just, it's just one of those things. And we were on, uh, you know, young, crazy, and uh, having a lot of fun. And we expressed that on stage, you know, it was always a party. And, yeah. you know, especially with Carney making it, you know, making it very inviting for people to like do whatever, you know, sing along, take a microphone, whatever, let's go, you know, it's <laughs> just like, yeah. and I've seen you do that too, man. When you, uh, I remember White Dragon, when you, uh, I think it was uh, Alice in Chains, you were, you've uh, finally sang a song for us on, was it Alice in Chains? Yeah, when we were playing at the, the Bull Moose or whatever. Yeah, yeah, and you just took off in the crowd and started singing. I was like, oh, yeah. he's got it too, man. He's got it. So, and that's funny because <laughs> I, it's I'm so scared when I'm doing that, but I guess I just let the adrenaline take over and you become that rock. It's the thing is you, when you're doing that, when you're in that moment, at least for me anyway, I have to become the rock star. I have to, I have to, you're putting on a show. And yeah. so you become that guy that even if you're not that guy, uh, you, you have to put that show on. And so, that's huge. you know, yeah, that night I remember I, we had a wireless microphone, which is a big mistake for me. So <laughs> We've I, never I, seen I it again. Outside. I might have been clipping, who knows, because I don't know if it went that far. But <laughs> I'm like outside singing to everybody and having it was it was a blast. It was, yeah. it was a lot of fun. That's what it takes, man. <laughs> a big part of that is showmanship is just like that's what I, I told of various people I've jammed with after Shattered Eye and Forbidden Fate. I was just like guys he's like they're like they think they're doing something on stage or headbanging or something like that i go just pretend that whatever you're doing is a one at your highest point and go shoot it up to 10 and just go crazy because it's gonna be fine it's you know it's gotta translate through the crowd through the air through your guitar you know you gotta see that you're you know i'd bleed man i didn't give a shit i'd be bleed all over the place it was just like show them that you're having fun and they're gonna have fun you know you got a david lee roth yeah. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> what you thought when you did a little kick and you're like, oh man, that was such a rock star kick. It's like, no, no, you got to, you got to jump off of your amp. <laughs> yep. You jump off your amp, kick over the microphone. You know, you got to yeah. make some noise, start shit on fire. Jimmy Hendrix. Yeah. All that stuff matters, man. That is so much part of the show that I don't think uh, most bands realize because I've been in a handful and it's just like, yeah. Where where's the show, man? It's like we could play these songs. We've played them eight hundred fucking times. Now, yeah. Why are they here? They've heard these songs thousands of times. You know, if you're playing covers, like, give them something, man. Make it crazy. You know, if it was Todd, the Rod Graham, uh, there was a definitely a member hanging out when he's playing. Sure. <laughs> you know. Now, now, all that being said, now. You know, I'm 44 now, so whether I could totally commit to all that same stuff that we were doing when we were in our teens and 20s, right. I don't know. <laughs> right. But you'd still put on a performance, you know. It'd still be, you, yeah. it's in you, you know. It's just like, you're not that, You're not going to sit there and look at your shoes. I know you. <laughs> it's just like, yeah. You know, you'd always jam in your own way, too. It was just, it was always cool. I think that was the a huge thing which made me, you know, not afraid to do most things is because that was the scariest shit. It was just getting up there basically naked and playing your songs to a bunch of people you don't know, you know, a Wednesday night in Chicago or something like that. It was just like, you know, that toughens you up and makes you realize that, yeah, we're all just people who gives a shit, you know? Have some fun with it. Sure. What's, what's the worst yep. going to happen? We're going to get burritos yep. when we're done or a beef roll at Brothers and we're going to be fine. <laughs> yep. 
you got to play those shows where some of them it's a couple hundred people or more, and some of them it's uh, it's that one guy, and that one guy happens to be the sound guy that just hates it that he's there. <laughs> and the, the one guy that you bring to help move equipment that just passes yeah. out. <laughs> yeah, uh, if there's, I'll tell you what, if there's anything, um, you know, I am not like actively looking, but I definitely, I write a lot of stuff, a lot mm-hmm. of songs that... Um, I always like to have other people, I always, it'd be cool to have other people like involved because of the fact that I don't finish anything. So I definitely have my, some songs that I've got some, some different people that are kind of interested in. I, I released kind of, or not released it, but I put out a little acoustic kind of thing on Facebook a it's while back. And it, yeah. it, it really, it got a good, uh, a lot of people interested in it and I had some people call me up and stuff and they're like dude you gotta you gotta do this and I'd love to be a part of it and it's like you know that's I, that's what I should do because I'm probably not gonna be any bands in any time soon so if anything just get likewise musicians that just wanna jam and do a song that's like that's cool and it's if yeah. you're into metal if you're into whatever you're into just uh you know it, it, we could do whatever you want but well, I do so have something a- I might Uh, try to approach a little more i do have an overall uh master plan with all these people i get to talk to of different types of bands and stuff like that and with seeing it progress so much online and through youtube and the other bands doing this kind of stuff is trying to put together i don't know if i could do it for charity or something like that but get everyone together to write songs and complete them just online you know and stuff like that everyone can do it from their house it doesn't matter and try and actually put that together in some kind of feasible way. I think it would be awesome to hear. Like a mega song? Yeah, like a mega songs even. You know, I was just thinking even, you know, to, to be the at least a song for sure. But I think it'd yeah. be cool to put every have everyone's input that I kind of know and get to talk to and, you know, not put them on the spot, but just be like, hey, man, what if we all tried to collab on a song? I just think it'd be mm-hmm. cool. I think it'd be... Uh, a nice thing to do and it's quarantine man and you know everyone's finally now and starting to get out but i think a lot of people still need the outlet especially those old assholes yeah and dude you'd be perfect for that because you you'd probably uh, write them all the songs <laughs> <laughs> yeah oh. yeah all right brother well hey um have a great time my friend it was great uh catching up with you anything else uh said there's nothing really going on we got was it yellow jacket Electricity. Yep, yellow jacket electric. Um, yeah, we're out of we're out of Samanac sandwich area. So if uh, if you need any of that kind of stuff, we're around. Cool. And Brown Dog is uh, still in Samanac too. Yep. Oh, awesome, man. Yep. All right, hey man, I love you, brother. Oh. I can't wait to see you guys soon and give you a hug and hopefully not COVID. Yeah. <laughs> right, buddy. Are you you're going to be up here soon, aren't you? Yeah, I'm going to be up here, not this weekend, but the coming weekend, yeah. Or ne- weekend okay. after this, yeah. Mother's Day weekend. Okay. Don't worry, you'll forget. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Probably. You're All right, love you, buddy. Take care. All right, love you too. Bye. See you. Bye. All right, thanks, everybody. That was my uh, buddy, Jeff Schiltz. Um, yeah, hey, guys, I just want to tell you, again, uh, if you have any people or people that you know that could be on this, any artists or... Uh, creators of any kind uh please get them on here you know i'd love to talk to them i don't have to know them i do not care but i love people that make shit so uh uh thanks again guys for coming along on the old journey and uh 
we're gonna keep pumping these out as much as i can uh love you guys take care